0: A, B, C, A, always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. So what's up everybody, as always, another episode of Scared Money Don't Make Money, Uh, it's just your boy Cam today, Roy couldn't make it. Uh, So before we get started, if you like the show, as always, uh, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, we now got a TikTok. We're on Clubhouse. We're on LinkedIn. We're on all, everything and anything. Uh, your favorite recruiter's favorite recruiter, and I got my boy Rich here. We finally locked down a, a time of day to get him on. So, um, Rich, tell the people who you are, man, and we'll kind of get started.
1: Absolutely, man. I'm a retired Marine. Did 17 years. Uh, there was a program that you could retire early, uh, so I was like, I'm out. Did that. I went to <laughs> got an MBA. Uh, I thought I needed an MBA. Um, yeah. and I will probably hit on that during this, but I thought I needed an MBA, got an MBA that landed me at Amazon. Uh, for me, it was awful. Hated it. Uh, I fell out of place kind of right out of the gate, but I stayed for two years. And then I uh, came across this guy named Gary Vaynerchuk, like, you know, the pied piper <laughs> of entrepreneurship, man. And, um, dude, I was hooked and I, I just changed my entire life. I moved in with my in-laws for a brief time, my my whole entire family, we moved in and, I figured out what I was going to do, launched a media company and a podcast. And man, here we are uh, almost a couple of years later and things are fantastic. Best decision I've ever made in my life.
0: Man. So, so you touch on an interesting point. Like, so the whole 17 year retirement, I just learned about that. Like a couple of weeks ago that there's all (laughs) these, you know, cause it will, cause you know, like when we're all in the military, like we're all think that we all have the same programs, right? We're like, Oh, you know, nah, man, like, 20 is where you're at. But then nope. yeah, I talked I talked to another buddy of mine and he was like, "Yeah, I might have to cross over to something else because I have to submit a reenlistment package." And I mm-hmm. knew about the reenlistment package thing where like you had to submit for them to pretty much sign off if you get to stay in the Marine Corps or not. Mm-hmm. Um maybe and so but I didn't know that you could retire early if they were allowing the program.
1: <laughs> yes, it was it's like dude, it's like <laughs> I, I have no idea how I happened to be like there when it was open. Cause it's not open all the time. Yeah. It's just like, it was just one of those things where they're like, we're plused up um, mm-hmm. and we could lose some of y'all. And if you want to leave and you're between 15 and 20, see you later. I'm like bet. So I was like thrilled. I was like, let's do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so were you a pilot or were you or were you okay, I was fire having-
1: enlisted uh, so I started out infantry um, yeah. started out infantry I was also in what's called security forces which sounds a lot sexier than it is and then I did a MESEP program mm-hmm. a commissioning program essentially so I went to Florida State for a couple mm-hmm. years got my degree and then I went into aviation which was you know, along a lot of school, uh a lot mm-hmm. of different schools, a lot of different air airframes, and then ultimately flew. And then, yeah, man, I, I I didn't fly very long. I had a seizure after we got back from Afghanistan, oh, and yeah. that kind of took me out. And that's kind of what led me to look for like options. And then I found that program, and I was like, I mean, it, it was it was crazy, man. But yeah, that's that's what I did. It was a great great time, both sides, enlisted and officer side. So you really kind of like. You took advantage of damn near everything somebody could take. Like you were
0: enlisted, boom, got that. You became coming officer, boom, got that. Then you got the you, they paid for your school, and then you got to retire early.
1: <laughs> it it sounds good, man. It sounds good. But like, look, like, dude, I was not a stud, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. at all. And 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 you know, I just, I just. I just said to myself, like, at one point I was like, you know, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but I'm prior enlisted. So no one take this the wrong way. I was just like, I thought I wanted to be the guy giving the orders, not taking the orders. And I was like, you know, I'm like, Oh, that's that, you know, I want to do that. Like, I I want to be in charge Like, This is stupid. So, yeah. So I just put, I, I, I applied, I got, you know, got all my stuff together, performed really high for a short period of (laughs) times. I'm like, Hey, and then it worked out. And then, you know, the rest was just kind of, I, I, Dude, there's way more of us than there are David Goggins and Jocko's and all that stuff, right? And and I'm okay with that. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that you don't have to have been you do not have to have had this immaculate and amazing career to do special shit on the outside. Like that's a huge, huge part of My personal message man but but yeah man like you know i'm so proud of the service but dude there's plenty of times i reflect i'm like i could have kicked way more ass than i did but (laughs) dude like i was where i was and you know you just evolve it's a progression all this is a progression for sure
0: and i think that's where i i really connect with your content especially is i'm kind of on that same tip right now too like would i love to be a you know, my wife makes fun of me. She's like, ah, you're, you know, you'd love to be an E8 or E9. I'm like one who wouldn't, but (laughs) that's not my goal. Like my goals have flipped so hard and granted it was never a goal, but it was a lot. I would say I was a lot more focused on it, but now I'm sure that you've seen as I've gotten more and more involved, like on LinkedIn and things like that. Yeah. That's a message. Now I'm trying to push to the people is like, bro, start now because Mm -hmm. nobody gives a shit when you get out bro and so don't put yourself at a disadvantage and you know
1: <laughs> i i I, dude, I will i will never push back on that you know i'm aligned with you on that yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's it's so not it's so not for the wrong reasons right like that sure. we're trying to say that i think expectation management is really really important and yeah. i also think dude like we had it good. Like we had stability. We did what we were doing. Like it it, it was a good place, but at some point along the way, I think we got slightly protected from disappointment. And that disappointment happens when you get out, right. When you're looking for a job and you're like, but, and I don't, I'm not saying people are entitled. I'm just saying you can look at your body of work and be like, I should be good to go. Like, 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 I'm doing my LinkedIn and I'm, I'm connecting with people. I'm networking. I'm doing all, I, I got an MBA. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like crickets. I'm getting Mm -hmm. the shittiest fucking base salary sales jobs. And I'm getting, I, in my opinion, I was like overlooked for all these other things. And it's just because if I were in the Marines and I want to join the coast guard or transfer, like dude like it's a completely different thing man like i can't just like stay at that rank like i have to learn the ins and outs and that's what it is on the outside and i now understand it but like they can't just bring you in and rely on your leadership and the fact that you serve to be like this person's good to go (laughs) especially if it has nothing to do with what you did in the military yeah so anyway that's that's where i'm at on that but i'm with you i'm with you. no
0: for sure and so Let's talk about that, like that transition piece. Right. So what did that look like? You, you know, you hit that, you hit that button, that, that beautiful, that beautiful button. <laughs> and yeah, man. you, you know, what was that search like, you know, what was it crossing to Amazon and like that culture shift? Right. Cause I think a lot of people are worried about that. You know, you don't want to be the guy that's like, well, in the, when I was in the military, but you also want to be able to
1: bring your talents. Right. Yes. Oh my God, man. I'm so glad you said that. So so before Amazon, I was with this this small kind of media company and it was veteran centric. And I was just like, dude, it was it was just ridiculous, man. Like I, I was like, what the hell is going on here? It was literally kind of all I could get. I I, I yeah. remember even negotiating. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> I literally was trying to negotiate for like $2,500 more base salary, you know, like that, that's nothing in a year, right? Like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I remember getting so upset because they're like, nah. And I'm like, what? So then I took it like a punk. I took it. So <laughs> I had, I had this, uh, had that regional consulting job, but that was, like I said, it was after I was looking at prominent places. I, I dude, I really did network my face off. I was in the middle of getting my MBA and and dude crickets. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I went to Deloitte's core leadership program. I practiced my interviewing skills, man. Like, dude, like I'm no slouch. And I'm like, what is going on here? So it was, I always say it's kind of disorienting because you're just like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, instead of thinking you have all these options, you're just like, I need something. And the temptation to get an offer letter and be like, fine. Yep. It's just like relief instead of, I can make this much. You're just thinking like, I just need to make sure like I don't put my family down the drain or my lifestyle yeah. down the drain because I can't even get anything. Yeah. So that was that. And then when I went to Amazon, dude, like it's, it's crazy. Like the culture is like hustle, right? It's like hard oh, yeah. hustle, but I, 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 wasn't down with it. It, it yeah. I can't really explain it. It, there was a lack of leadership like systems were in place processes were in place and you could tell it was corporate and you could tell it was all built out but there was no one for the first time in outside of my military career i guess i guess at both jobs like there was really no one to look up to and i just literally Gosh, posted sure. about um you know i posted about a mid-air collision our squadron had right before we were yeah. going to afghanistan and my xo was in one of those aircrafts man and that dude's like irreplaceable He was strong as shit, smart as shit, funny as shit, like an amazing leader, like commanded so much respect. Like, dude, when that guy talked to you, listen, and it wasn't like you were distant, like he interacted with you on a daily basis. When I was there, I was just like, dude, you don't get people. You just get numbers. You want me to be on my laptop all day. I can't like, dude, I would turn my radio off because people would just be calling me all day. Like, Rich, like, where have you been? And blah, blah, blah. And I would always be with one of my hourly associates. Yeah. Like that's what I was doing. They fucking love me, and we <laughs> crush, and we crush, we crush, we crush. But, but the deal was, man, like, I I felt like I stood out for the wrong reasons. Uh, I was yeah. I had the initiative and the bias for action in my way. Um, I yeah. called out dumb shit where people made unempathetic, terrible leadership, you know, decisions that just took no consideration of humans in in the yeah. account, and. Yeah dude, even though we performed well, man, like, I absolutely have, I could admit it, no problem here on this show, man, like, I had not a great reputation, because I didn't fucking drink the Kool-Aid, Yeah, and and that's a hard thing to do, man, like, you could fall in line, you know, when you get out, but, like, dude, entrepreneurship, I didn't know it, was, like, clawing away at me, man, like, I (laughs) had no idea, it was just kind of, like, dude, yeah, dude, it was just kind of, like, this thing where it's just, like, You got something else. You can build something yourself. Like you don't need to rest on this salary, right? Like you don't need. You know, it's really funny. Let me let me just say this. And I've been talking for a while, man. I always try to keep that in mind. No, you're good. (laughs) Um, Andy Priscell. I was listening to him not long ago, and he's he's an entrepreneur I really look up to. And he goes, you know, some of these high paying jobs are designed to just literally eliminate your dreams right like they try and Mm -hmm. keep you so comfortable in a way even though they work the fuck out of you but like that time exchange is just not there like as an entrepreneur it's kind of unlimited if you Mm -hmm. grind and and really 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 want it and those who who don't want to do that will weed themselves out and fall back Mm -hmm. into that kind of thing but like i'm literally relying on someone else for my paycheck and at any moment you could be gone. It doesn't yep. matter, man. It could be, it could be a sexual harassment uh, inquiry, yep. right. Anything. Or it could yeah. be a safety violation. It could be anything. And I'm yeah. just like, dude, at some point, like I started to just look at this and just be like, oh, what the fuck? And then obviously, yep. like I said, I discovered Gary Vee. And then I was like, wow, it's all on me now. Yep. And I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Cause if you, if you fail, it's your fault if you mm-hmm. succeed it's it's you know you and your team right yeah. um but i think that that that's a perfect point man and and i i realized it about two weeks ago i was talking to somebody and i they were like yeah, you're doing all this stuff and i was like you know i realize why i do it because i refuse to hand somebody a resume when i get out of the when i get out of the military i'm not gonna fucking give somebody a resume and be like <laughs> please hire me like my name's cam i'm great i tell funny jokes like come on man So I'm like, that's, that that stops now. That's why I do everything I do now, you know? Yeah. You're Um, doing a great job. I'm trying. (laughs) And so, you know, and then um, the other thing, like, like you said, as far as like the time management thing and like the sales stuff, you know, uh, I recently met a production superintendent. So that's somebody who was an E8 in recruiting you know, most people strive to be that, right? They're like, man, this dude, when he gets out the recruiting in the military, he's going to fucking be a manager. He's going to run. And I was talking to him and he's like, nah, dude, no one gave a shit. He's like, I went to these companies who are even military friendly. They know the yeah, skills dude. that I have. And they were like, yeah, you can start as a recruiter, just like everybody else, homie. And he, and, I, and, and that's and I'm so glad that I've like I keep trying to express to my network and, and my other recruiters and members in general like you have to, you need to reach out to other people. Networking is so big because you you hear these experiences and they give you the perspective like of what you need to do to set yourself up.
1: Yep, let me say one thing on that, dude. It's it's crazy. The reason, even if they're military friendly, that they're not all about it is because some of the veterans in the organization are so far removed from transition yeah. that it's just like, I'm okay now, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're like, I'm okay. Like it's just now the relief is not the job offer. The The, the relief is I'm stable and yeah. look like, I don't know if I want to vouch for veterans because like I've, I've successfully transitioned at this point. So like yeah. I am drinking the company Kool-Aid now <laughs> and I, you know, I'm not necessarily about cam or rich because like, you know, how bad will that look if they don't work out? And I kind of was like, yo, is a veteran hires a great hire. Like you're crazy if you yeah. don't hire a veteran. So yeah. it's just like, it's just, it's a dynamic, man. And you just got to navigate through it um, with patience, yeah. man. But you gotta, you gotta know what you want to do, man. I, you know, I, I think the more random it is when you try and it's really hard, but you, you can't be random. You, you cannot yeah. put, uh, you cannot apply for, uh, an operations job and then a, be a police officer. And then all these other weird things, man, like you got to try and keep it in one, in one little area and that'll probably help you out.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about, so you see, so you left Amazon, you started your company.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Love your company. Love the videos. I love everything. You know, I like everything. <laughs> so yeah,
1: appreciate it.
0: how did, how did that start, man? Like like, you know, what was like, do you remember the first video or the first thing you posted as, you know, Rich Cardone Media?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yes. It was super unbelievably corny. It was these it was these small little point and shoot cameras that yeah. uh, had a flip screen and uh, they're called uh, the Canon uh, Canon g 7s I think it was like a Mark II. Good cameras, yeah. but I got a yeah. couple of those. I had some uh like tripods from Amazon that were like whatever. And I went to some park. I was li- I was living in Blackstone, Virginia. I'll never forget. That's where my in-laws hey, live. Yeah. I went to this park. And dude, it was just like just kind of random park. It wasn't really a park, it was just like an open space. I was like, no one's yeah. gonna say anything. I set up a couple cameras and I talked about, I think my first post was uh uh Leaders Eat Last, it was called, and it was just okay. about how I was in this uh, kind of like. Fuck you phase to Amazon. And and dude, I was just like, leaders eat last. Like, that's not my experience. Like, this is something that everyone preaches, but no one actually does, and whatever. And that video did really, really well. But then I just started creating and creating and creating. And I mean, like, dude, like my content was all over the place. It was all over the place. It wasn't until um, you know, someone who kind of mentored me when I was at Amazon and and she was like literally my first call when I quit. Um, her i was so excited i i was i was in virginia and then she's in new york and i'm like look can i come see you and i had this elaborate plan dude of being like i would like to vlog do vlogs for you because yeah. you help me so much you're a mentor you're real special you're at a high profile company like i'd love to make content for you yeah i went up there and uh, my wife went with me cuz she she kind of knew her and she's like well, yeah let's go to new york so we went, we had this meeting and there we are. And the whole time her and my wife were talking and I'm like, come on. God, I you know, like, I do, I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like I'm trying to do this thing. <laughs> and then I finally at the end start to kind of like pitch her. And she's just like, I trust you. Like, yeah. he's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you don't, you've never yeah. even seen my stuff. Yeah. Like you never even seen. And I, I, dude, I, I truly, it was one of those moments where it's like, the fact that the yes was so quick made me panic. Like, oh my God, like, I don't even know if I could do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so um, that's how it started, man. And I started doing, her name is Claude Silver. Um, she's the chief heart officer at VaynerMedia. Yeah. And she... Invited me up to New York and I'd I'd take the train. It was an hour drive from Blackstone to Richmond, Virginia, then a seven hour ride up. So I spent eight hours getting there or about that, getting there. I'd get there. I'd stay at some shitty Airbnb, but I would be there at night to go videotape her on a panel or to be there for whatever. Like, dude, I didn't care. Like, it sounds like ridiculous, but I didn't care at all. So then I'd be videotaping her and I'd make some content. And some of the people were like, oh, who's this? And she's like, oh, this is my friend, Rich. She never mm-hmm. introduced me as someone who's like my help. You know, she viewed yeah. me as an equal in a yeah, way, was right? So I was like, yeah. It was respect, dude. So these people were like, yeah, hey, man, like maybe you could do something for me. It was, it was just kind of crazy. So um, next thing I know, people started saying, hey, can you do this launch for this friend of mine? They're opening this co-working space. And I was like, okay. And I had no idea what to ask for. So this was like that whole weird period yeah, where like, you $200? don't even know what to charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, work, my work was fucking, <laughs> my work was heinous, man. Like I was like <laughs> bugging out, but I got the reps in, man. So, so the point yeah. is this, the point is make a mess, clean it up later, like it'll work out or you will quickly find out like, this is absolutely not what I need to be doing. I yeah. knew- it was in the realm of what I needed to be doing. I just didn't realize it wasn't like company and flashy promo videos. It was one-on-one, you know, interview-style content yeah. for personal branding, and that's and that's where we are now.
0: Yeah, and that was how long ago? How long has your company? Was,
1: uh, we're just about two years old. Um, j- June, June, uh, June. 2019 is when I filed the paperwork I was doing some random shit before then but June 2019 uh and is when I I filed yeah nice yeah man it's crazy I can't wait
0: uh no and, and, (laughs) and you're right it's it's all about it's all about the reps man and I mean um you know I was very fortunate you know I was active duty and then I crossed over to the National Guard of California to to be a recruiter for them and uh I tell people all the time because, you know, there's so many other recruiters who are out there just grinding. They're like, man, I'm, I'm grinding doing this. How do you have time to do all this shit? Because I'm not, you know, I don't only really do the stuff that you see on LinkedIn. Like I also do stuff like on Facebook with like my military folks, like trying to help them out and be better recruiters and stuff. And I'm like, man, just like you said, I'm right. like, dude, I'm doing reps now. Like yes. I won't be grinding like this in 10 years. I promise you that. Well, yeah. I probably will. I'll only be like 40. Yeah. It'll be a different like, grind. Yeah. You know, it will be a different grind. Right. And I'm like, because I, you know, the, the focus has shifted, you know, I was talking about my, my wife about it. her name's Adrian. I was talking to Adrian about it. And she's like, you know, I'd love to go back to work. And I was like, that's cool. But like, you don't even worry about that. You don't even like work. Like I like work. I was like, I love to hustle. I was like, <laughs> I love hustle. Well, she's not, you know, she, she's in, she even she's like, I'm not emotionally attached to the grind. Like you are. She's like, I just work to make money. She's like, you work. Cause like, that's your thing. Like you, you, you like being involved. You like Talking to people and I'm like exactly so like yeah, let your boo work and it's coming in you know and yeah. and it started to like um you know That's I I llc so the the recruiting the recruiting business and like the relationships right same thing you said I had a buddy when I was in Penn Pennsylvania and he said if you got out the Air Force I'd I'd hire you right now on staff hundred k thirty percent commission on every hire you made you know I was like love the offer but you know. <laughs> I, it's cool and all but what happened was is once i llc'd my recruiting stuff you know i put it out there and was like hey i'm so excited like to really start building my blocks for retirement he messaged me and he said hey buddy it's that time um i got to hire for you already you just let me know when you want a phone call i'll get you on the phone i got a, i got someone i need and you know whatever and i was like bet bro and so we got on yeah, the phone yeah he's like, oh my god like, this, he's like this is what i need um you know, this is what I'm willing to pay. I don't care if it's domestic or international, we'll get on a phone and we'll get on a phone and interview as soon as you find a couple people. And like all that research I had done, I'm like bullying and all this other crap. I was like, bet, let's go. I found yeah. somebody in 72 hours, got him on nice. the interview, hired the dude right away, you know? And, um, I remember I said, Hey man, look, you did me a favor by like, just allowing me to do this you name your percentage. I was like, you're the first comp- you're the first person to hand me out. And he said, 25% of whatever this guy, whatever this guy makes, I'll pay you 25% for as long as he works on this project. And he's like, and that's because, and he's like, and that's because of who you are. He's like, I would only give anybody else 15 personal but brand,
1: personal, personal like, brand.
0: Exactly. You know? And it's crazy. Cause this is a guy who like, I've gone to his house and we've had dinner, you know, um, and, and, and it's such a big thing right now, you know, last night I was talking to another recruiter. He was in the Air force retired. He's kind of building his civilian recruiting efforts. And I was telling him that about some of the things I was up to. And he's like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I can't work with these companies anymore because I cross over to these email, this CEO, this CEO, this CEO, tell them, you know, about the job that they need to hire. And then I guarantee you that they'll probably, they'll probably hand you the job offer. I was like, bro, but that's what I'm trying. And to bring it all around, like we talk about so much is the whole networking aspect, right? Yeah. I didn't realize that uh, imposter syndrome was such a big thing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's dominant in a lot of conversations, actually, almost to the point where I'm like tired of hearing of it, but correct. (laughs) No, but you know, why you hear about it is because it, it resurfaces, like you don't figure it out. Like it doesn't just like vanish. Like the bigger, the bigger things that you accomplish, the new little wickets of doubt can creep in. Right. Like it's, it's really, it's really interesting to, to have success and start to ask like, how did this happen? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what if I screw this up or whatever? Like, I, I think the yeah. default is to actually question it a little bit, even though, yeah. you know, you like put in all the hard work yeah, yeah, to effectuate yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's just easy to question, man. So like, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised it continues to resurface because that's how it is with me. I'm sure that's how it is with you. It's yeah. How it is. Oh no. Yeah. And I never heard it
0: until like, I think probably the last two or three weeks we were on, a mm-hmm. we were, you know, we're doing one of the clubhouse things and somebody said it. And then, um, you know, as we all do, we message the other people in the room, like, man, bitch, get on stage.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. Like,
0: I know you got something to say, you know? Um, and I started noticing these people who are, who are beasts in their own right. They're yes. like, no, no, I'm a, I'm good, man. Like I, I don't feel like I have much to add to the conversation.
1: <laughs> and, right. And
0: like, and, and I'm a hype man. I'm like the ultimate hype man. Like for, especially for all my, my fellow recruiters, like, they call me and they, and they, and I love celebrating their successes. Like, and they're like, well, I just feel kind of bad. And I'm like, don't feel fucking bad. Like you work hard, bro. Like get that money. Like, and so, but I remember calling some of them after one of our clubhouses and I was like, what's wrong, man? Like, what do you mean? Like, why do you feel like you don't have something to offer? And they're like, man, it's just, you know, there's like these civilians up there. Like, you know, they're talking about this and this and this. And I'm like, I, brought this clubhouse together to give you access to these people because otherwise you wouldn't and I want you to take advantage of it and you and trust me you have value to say but you got to be you got you got to have the gumption to like click the little button or or when I invite you up click join as speaker bro
1: yeah 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 100% man 100% I I think it's really interesting man um I I think you trying to help people get over that is so important because once you start here's the thing once you start to have some of those conversations and you realize like that oh, wasn't that fucking bad like yeah. you are able to have more of them right again yeah. like we talked about it at the very beginning it's about the repetitions. so you will start to just be like you won't punish yourself you know even yeah. if you fuck up like because more than likely 90 percent of what you had to say was good good to go or a contribution or a different aspect so yeah man uh i think that's good and and yeah clubhouse clubhouse is the jam man (laughs) Man.
0: so you know and and that's you know and that's another thing is like i i think it's just like like dare not to be different right like like i'm doing like the video comment thing right now and i and i just i was sitting on the couch and i was like i wonder if anybody's ever done this i was like they got vidyard like I get it. People are busy, but like, I'm sure some people would like to see my face, like the people who are yeah. less busy, you know? Yeah. Um, and so far, you know, it's and, it's, and it's been amazing, you know, like it's been dope. And, but at the same time, it's like, had I had never done it? Cause so many people yeah. are scared of video. I'm sure you're dealing with that. Right. Cause you're really good at video. You're, you don't, you don't mind popping on the LinkedIn live. All of a sudden, like, you know what, let's talk about what Rich did. Oh, dude, 100%. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know? And, um, I, I, I'm striving to help as many people get comfortable with that because as we all know, it's, it's the future, right. Yeah. Um, when it comes to those things.
1: I, I do like how you did that video comment the other day on something I did and I was like, "Dope!" like, yeah. <laughs> like anyone can click on that. Right. Like that, that was, that was pretty cool, man. Like that's, that's definitely something I haven't even tried, but, um, I thought that was really cool. And actually Someone sent me a DM like that, and I think it was with Loom or whatever. Uh, that's Probably a little room. bit different, but putting it out like yeah. on the actual post, like you did, that's that's a first. So I was like, okay. So,
0: so funny enough, company didn't even think about that. So mm-hmm. I have, so I have, I w- I have a meeting with one of the marketing from Vidyard, um, and she had posted something, and I did a video comment. I was like, hey she's and she you know wrote she's like oh my god she's like we never even thought about this yes and i was like yes like come on man um (laughs) and and like joe mullings so i so i so i have him on linkedin i put a i put a video comment on his thing because he put a video the other day 20 views off of that comment from joe mullings thing (laughs) you know and so now and i was trying to express to my fellow recruiters like especially my military ones is like you know, that's now 20 people that have seen my face, even if they don't connect with me or not. 100%. <laughs> oh, dude.
1: I'm going to have uh, to think about doing that. Yeah, man. That's amazing. That's amazing. And- you, like you're literally spitting knowledge to me right now. And guess what, man? Like I'm so happy to ingest it. Like there like two years ago, I'd be like, why didn't I think of that? Like, I'm just like, cool. Like, this is how it goes, man. It's yeah. just like circular like, people helping people.
0: Exactly. And that's, I keep saying that lately, see, like the whole collab over compete thing. I, I mm-hmm. know like Adam obviously says it, you obviously say it. Like, yeah. I think I think that's probably why like there's like this little circle of people that you always see, you know, hovered in it's obviously birds of a feather, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so where do you go from here now? So, you know, like now we talked about what got you there, you know, where you're at now, you're killing it. Where do you want to be? I know, and I, I before I start, let you talk, <laughs> yeah. I love your video where you said, the, the whole million dollar goal. Right. Mm-hmm. But then what, within like a, a 72 hours, you then had like a, like a hit moment at the same time that like really made you evaluate why you made that goal and, and what was, what was really the intent behind it. Right.
1: Yep. It was. Uh, yeah. So where do we go from now is learning from a lesson like that, which is just because you can, doesn't mean you should okay so I, I i we can we could have flexed and and had a completely rigor, rigorous crazy schedule and marketing plan and all this to hit a million dollars right like in yeah. revenue which for whatever reason i thought was like some sort of number i needed to be able to say to command and respect well that's yeah. not the fucking truth that's just not it okay <laughs> yeah. well yeah what it is is what do i want man like how many how many people that are in their mid-30s or four you know 40 whatever do I want to help convince that entrepreneurship is a completely viable option? Yeah. How many badass motherfuckers do I want to have on my podcast? Cause I hustle like that. Right. And I don't have, yeah. I don't have like a top five podcast, right? Like I don't have a million <laughs> downloads or anything like that. Like I like to be the dude who's resourceful as hell and, and gets people like Patrick bet David on his podcast or Gary V on his podcast and all this other stuff. So yeah. that's important to me, but I, I want to, it, Where I want to go from now, man, is I want to just continue to surround myself and gain some sort of proximity to brilliant minds, man. Like, it's so important for me to connect with the people who inspire me, who've been there, who've done that. And you know what, man, as I've I've done this more and more, um, you know, on the podcast side. I've just realized like everyone's really the same, man. It's just, a, it's like a different paint job. That's all, it's, it's, yeah. it's really interesting. On the, on, uh, on the actual business side, you know, what we wanna offer and what we wanna do is more important than what I thought. It's, it's we want, I'm a video guy. You know, I'm a video guy, yeah. but <laughs> I also have a podcast and yeah. my COO was in publishing forever. And we now both really love Clubhouse and understand how it could be a strategy. <laughs> So like, instead of just being a video guy and instead of just being a video LinkedIn guy, like why put myself in that little corner like that? Like it should be personal branding. We will help you choose your medium and we will make sure you succeed in that medium because everyone wants to show up a different way. So how that means to me, we can help more people, right? Like I don't need to convince people to do video. Like if they're like, I know I just want to have conversations with people just like you are with Cam. Cool. We could set you up with a podcast. So the goal is different. It's help more people. And as, as trivial or as soft, as that might sound, man, like I know if we continue the way we're going, the money will come and then I'll just be like, Oh shit. Like that just happened. Like, okay. But dude, the more people we can help, the more people who we can have come out and, and, and represent themselves in their most authentic voice is all we really want.
0: No, for sure. No, and I don't think it sounds soft. They, I think I mean it's great because <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. that's because I obviously I agree with that. Um, but no, you're right. I mean, and that's that's one of the things. Like I was taught Alex when he was on Alex Sheridan when he was on the podcast. He was kind of talking oh, yeah. about the Yeah, he's talking about the same thing. It's easy. Like he's like, yeah, like I do a lot of LinkedIn. I need to branch out though. He's like, I got to do. I got to do more. I, like the same thing. I don't want to just be the LinkedIn content guy. I want to be a content guy. Like, yes. like you said, I want to be able to, to be flexible. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's also one of the things that I've been trying to express to a lot of my counterparts. Like, it's great that you guys are, you know, Air Force recruiters, you know, whatever recruiters, that's not who you are. Like yep. you are, you know, so my friend, my friend, Trempy, like you're, you are Alexandria Trempy. Like, Hey, you are, you know, Sam Smith, you are this person. That is just what you do during the day. And mm-hmm. so, you know, um, and I know that's kind of a big thing on LinkedIn is like take your military pictures off, like be your be a human being. <laughs> and so 100%. I a hundred percent agree with that, man. Um, so yeah. what is your what is your strategy for LinkedIn? I mean, like what I, I obviously I know you guys have the LinkedIn International Club. That's cool. Like yeah. I think it's great how people like band together for the better. Right. They're so you guys, strangers. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like you guys banded together. And then like, you know, the people that I do my thing with, like I met a month and a half ago, you know, like, but we've, we, we all run with the same somewhat message that is to help people. All of it's yep. about helping people.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, with LinkedIn, look, like I love LinkedIn and it's done a lot for me, but social media platforms. And I mean, I know there's a lot of talk of this recently, like you don't want to be, you don't want to rely just like we talked about earlier on that one single source of income, that job, you don't want to rely on a social media platform or social media as a whole, as your brand. So, so although I love LinkedIn and I will always try and hook people up the best I can and continue to create for that platform, like, it, it's got to be more diverse than that. It's like, why yeah. don't I have people come to my website? Why don't I have people join my email list? So, so yeah. I kind of own it. Right. So I am in charge of who gets to see what, when, and they get to yeah. make the decision at that point, whether they want to do business with us or not or whatever, but it's a, it's a tool. It's they're all tools, man. They're tools, but not the rule. And the rule is you got to <laughs> control all that stuff.
0: Yeah. tools, not the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it.
1: Um, So
0: I see the California flag behind you and I've been waiting to ask you about that because you know I'm in SAC. So so what's the deal with that?
1: I, dude, I'm in North Carolina, but my heart is in California. I mean, I was there for six years and (laughs) dude, yeah, man, like it's just, it's everything you think it is, man. Like (laughs) anyway, San Diego at least. But yeah, I I have a very, very strong affinity uh, for California and I, I will actually be in socal next week but um yeah man like i just i just I, I will always have that thing i got pictures in in the living room of like <laughs> waves and the ocean and stuff i got when i was living there and i'm just like dude it'll never go away yeah, oh,
0: no, yeah. i know yeah i always told myself i'd never come back to california unless the government paid me it's yeah. so
1: expensive. <laughs> it is, dude. that's the but- thing like getting back in would be tough so
0: yeah, and I think I was talking to my mom about that the other day too. She she's like, "Are you going to like where are you going to retire?" I was like, "Not California." But let me wrong. Love it here. Love it. I was like, "But man, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get my money spread, man." Yeah. Um and now everyone's in Colorado, so I can't go there. Everyone's already moving to Texas to yeah, Austin. You don't can't, go to go, Texas. can't go to Texas. So <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, um so I guess we'll see. But so Good as man. we get to the so as we get to the end, there are uh two major questions I'd like to ask all of our guests. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, So first one is, you know, not just, not as a veteran entrepreneur specifically, but as an entrepreneur in general, when someone's thinking about really going out on their own and taking those steps, what is some of the best advice you can think of to give somebody?
1: So you need to know that people want what you have to offer. Don't fall in love with what you got because you spent so many Uh, hours on it. That doesn't mean shit. Yes. Period. (laughs) Like it doesn't matter how much you love it or how much of a great idea you think it is. You need feedback. You need someone to pay you some for, for it and for them to tell you why. And then you need to do that again. And then again and again, Um, I I really think, and it's not intentional entitlement, but it it's just like you really you can't will something to work just because of the dedication you you've put into it. Like you can't. Right. Yeah. Like the market is going to tell you, so let mm. the market tell you. Yeah. So, and be prepared, you know, to pivot, be prepared to adjust, be prepared mm. to adjust your prices, be prepared to do just just change and not yeah. not just because that's what they're saying, but because you're smart and you're savvy yeah. about business. And because you understand that this short-term adjustment as shitty as it may feel is probably gonna benefit you long-term, which which is gonna come from the feedback of reputable people that will, will tell you about your product or your service. And then obviously networking, of course, like you mentioned, like you gotta have people who are gonna tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, this is like completely contradictory, you can't listen to everybody you you will know who to listen to at some point right like you will be like cam and i are jiving like i completely get it he would never steer me wrong where the other person might be like you know really well experienced in a certain injury but they might shit on your shit because Mm. you know like they can't they can't be an entrepreneur yeah Yeah. you know what i'm saying and they're just Mm -hmm. like stuck so they Mm -hmm. might give you advice that's like completely contradictory to what you need to hear because they they're not getting (laughs) theirs Oh, sorry. yeah. That's it. I like that point.
0: Uh and, and and I and I feel that because so I was applying for I applied for OTS twice, so officer officer school for the Air Force. Didn't get yep. selected, obviously. But I remember both times, hey man, how's my package? Like, hey man, what do you think about my resume on this? And I remember like my uh, Adrian was like, You can't ask 15 people for their opinion, bro. Like pick five people who you trust. Yeah, yeah. and take their opinion you know and now i get mad and i always joke about this on the podcast is like um roy my my best friend and the co-host like i'll tell her something or she'll tell me something she's like go ask roy and i'm like i'm a grown-ass man i'm I'm not gonna ask some other grown-ass man if i can do what i want to do but what's funny is i was telling roy that and he's like oh brie his wife he's brie does the same thing to me she's like did did, did you ask cam So, All of us. It's a, it's a husband thing. Um, yep, yep. And the second question is, you know, the show, the name of the show, Scared Money Don't Make Money. Um, That came about, me and Roy just always say, especially when it comes to recruiting, is you can't be, you know, for us, it's like you can't be afraid to just be different and, and have conviction in the way that you recruit. Um, so that's how the name of the show came to be. What does that phrase mean to you?
1: It reminds me of when I went to Vegas uh, for a bachelor party a few years ago, (laughs) and uh, no man, and and I love blackjack, and we went, and we're all hanging out, a bunch of Marines, it's just a great, great, great time. Yeah. And the first night I lost, I forget how much I was able to withdraw, but I went to the ATM a bunch of times and I lost, I lost all of it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't (laughs) get any money. Like I couldn't even go get a drink or I mean, I couldn't, I mean, I could get drinks and stuff like that, but whatever. So, yeah, all right. So next day I had a goal and the goal was to just, just get it back. Yeah. And you know, I sat and I got in a good rhythm and I was, I, you know, as, as, although I should have felt pressure, I was just kind of relaxed and I was like, all right, little by little. Yeah. Yeah. So then I made it back and I'm like, cool. So once I made it back, and I had all these chips, like a couple thousand dollars or something like that. I just started playing like thousand dollar hands. I was just like, fuck it.
0: beast mode.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and it was back and forth for the next 48 hours on and off, on and off. But I left with like $13,000 and I, I spent $1,500 on that, on taking everyone out to dinner yeah. all my buddies and then no. like a ridiculous tip and stuff, stuff like that. Now obviously that's not what i'm saying to do <laughs> but you cannot be an entrepreneur and be risk averse you oh, can't yeah. mm-hmm. period like that's part of the game man is is to be ridiculously hungry and grant cardone always says it he's like i spend all my money so i yeah. can stay hungry yeah because if you lose that and you take comfort Or whatever, then you're gonna make small moves, man. Like you're just you're gonna you're gonna. I I I would never have left with thirteen thousand dollars, right? Like I would have left with thirteen hundred dollars, maybe, maybe. But you can't make small moves if you really really want to win. You have to be bold. You have to be smart, and you have to be responsible. But dude, you are gonna fail so many times unintentionally. You have to put yourself in a position where you might fail and be okay with it because that. Is what's going to be the difference maker, and I think that's what separates real entrepreneurs from fake entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs or whatever. So, yeah, scared money to make money is the absolute <laughs> truth, man. Like you, 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 dude. And like, here's the other thing: hire help. Like hire help as soon as you can. Like you might think the first, like you need survival money. And oh, once you get to survival money, like rent's good, this is good or whatever. Or like I I'm, I'm making sure I'm contributing to the family equally or everything's okay. And we're not on the street. Your once you have survival money. Oh shit. My bad, dude. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, Once you have survival money, it needs to not go like, cool. Now I could take this vacation. Cause I've been working so mm-hmm. hard. It needs to be like, I need to hire this VA. I need yeah. to hire this marketing person. I need to hire this Facebook ad expert. I need yeah. to, you know, whatever, yeah. it, it, whatever it is, whatever you're doing that you don't need to be doing. Like, dude, mm-hmm. like put the money towards that. That's, that's scared money. Don't make money when you don't do that. Right. Yeah. Like you're not going to make any money continuing to do everything yourself because you were going to under deliver instead of over deliver. And that's the easiest way to lose clients and, and, and lose referrals. So, yeah. Scared money don't make money, man.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, so when this all started, my, my own little personal one is like, I bought Final Cut Pro, right? I don't need Final, I don't fucking need Final Cut Pro yeah. to edit a goddamn <laughs> podcast. But I was like, you know what? I want it to look good. And I want the tools that will, you never know. I never had any dreams of doing somebody else's, but. You know, I just I just linked up with Courageous Leadership Alliance, with which is a leadership company owned by Todd Simmons, huge influence in the military community. Whatever, it started because I had him on the podcast. I edited the podcast, and he loved the edit, and he said, "Hey, I want to get on the phone with you because I want a podcast, and I want to know how you edit it." Yes. That conversation then turned into where I said, "Hey, Todd." I, I, love, I love that you want me to do your podcast, but I want to be involved with your company because I love the vision. And, so, the, he, and so, then he, so then we made a meeting and he said, I want you in the company. I want you now to moderate stuff for all of our leadership trainings. I want you to help us moderate Zooms from now on. And he said, not only that, I want to mentor you. And then eventually maybe you can be one of our facilitators. But none of that would have happened If I didn't, you know, fucking shove out my $300 for Final Cut Pro off the bat with this is an investment that will pay off.
1: If you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. And I mean, like, look at that, man. Like you were asking, (laughs) you were asking, I think that was bold, obviously, but like you weren't asking for everything that he offered you back. Like, that's the thing, man. Like that's, that's the thing. So I love that, man. But yeah, awesome time.
0: Um, so yeah, so, so that's my, we've reached the end. This is your time to promote yourself, to promote your business, tell people where to find you. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think most yeah. people probably know who you are, but you know, tell them, tell them where to get you, man.
1: I'm, I'm, I just put my phone on cause I want to make sure people know, uh, that I'm on clubhouse every morning, 8:30 AM Eastern to 10 30 AM Eastern for LinkedIn international, office hours. So that's number one. Like, dude, I, I love that. It's like a radio show to us now, but like, you know, just being able to answer questions and give people real-time feedback on, you know, their profile, their strategies or whatever. So I've seen you there a bunch of times. So I appreciate that. So that's number one. Uh, second is, check out the podcast. I'm actually, I'm really big on the podcast. Fuck my business. I'm <laughs> more on the podcast right now because it's hitting okay. levels that I never thought it would hit. So it's called the leadership locker. Mm. And um, I've had great people. I had Jocko Willink on. He's also a client. I've had Gary V on uh, some really fantastic people. Patrick bet. David is big in the military community. If you don't know him, check him out. I'm going to go do him in uh, uh, a week down in Florida. So, so look like, that is for entrepreneurs. Like the point is, I didn't want to have veterans on now. Jocko's an exception, but I didn't want to have veterans on because sometimes it's like the blind leading the blind, man. Like I could talk to my veteran entrepreneur friends, but you know what? Why don't we get it from someone else straight? No chaser. Who's who's just doesn't know what it's like to have served. And is going to give us advice as if we were, as, as we are where we are, right? Like they're not going to consider all those other things. So That is the fastest way to learn. So, I want to make sure that you guys are able to learn. I've covered marketing. We've covered negotiation. We've covered sales. We've covered mindfulness. We've covered, you know, uh, pattern testing, like all these different subjects. I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. So, check it out.
0: For sure. All right. Well, that's another episode of Scare Money Don't Make Money. As always, brother, I appreciate you, man. You'll see me all over the place. And uh, we're out. Appreciate you.
1: Don't learn about ourselves i